0: Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Suzanne Harris, and my listeners get the story behind every book. Joining me today is a wonderful person. She's, I feel like I have known her for years, and she and I just met right before this interview. Her name is Denise Backroot, Backroad. That's it. I got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's here to talk about her book, Love Conquers All, Spiritual Messages of Hope for Our Despairing World. Denise, welcome to Books on Air. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's just a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Suzanne. I appreciate you inviting me to your show. You know, it's always interesting. Authors write books for varieties of reasons, Usually it's something like, as a child, they were really a reader and they were influenced by a particular author, or they had a a parent or someone that they knew that was an adult that was a writer, and they watched that process and they became intrigued, and so they decided to become a writer. Sometimes people have major events in their life. Sometimes it's a positive event, sometimes it's a negative event. But the event leaves an imprint with that person, and so they feel like they have to write a book to share whatever the experience was with the world. There's always a backstory behind every book, and I know there's a backstory behind "Love Conquers all. Would you share that backstory with our listeners?
1: Thank you, Suzanne. That's a great question. Oh, you're kind. I've never had that question before. You make me think. Okay. Here's something that affected all of our lives. COVID. We were in lockdown. We were in, home, in our homes. Uh, we were not able to really socialize the way we were used to or interact with other people, maybe just to go to the grocery store or get gas. Most people were working from home. And I feel, for me, that was a big reset button. Get off the treadmill, the rat race, what's really important to you in life. And I thought, you know, all these spiritual messages I've been writing about for the past 15 years, now's the time to publish the book, um, to complete the book. I never thought I would write a book. However, um, our world was in desperate straits, and they needed hope. So I had that extra four or five hours a day to go on the computer to compile my 14 spiral notebooks of messages from 2003 to 2018. And based on a theme for each chapter, I was able to um, write the book and publish it.
0: Wow. How long did mm-hmm. it take you to compile all of those notebooks? <clears throat> well,
1: let, let me just tell you. Let's see. We were in quarantine for two years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was talking about, gee, I'm bored. I was not bored. <laughs> I was very busy um, most of the day getting that done. Um, but I would say it was a good four months steady work. Um to just go through the messages of the 14 Spiral Notebooks and place them into six chapters. Um, And each chapter goes from 2003 to 2018 based on that theme. And with this book, you wouldn't read it cover to cover. A lot of my friends just have it on their night table, and they'll pick it up, and whatever page it opens up to, they'll read that message. But they are messages of hope, and that's how people read the book now.
0: Let's time travel. Okay. Let's go back to 2003. You've Uh just opened that first notebook. Mm Mm-hmm. Why did you decide to begin to write?
1: Okay. Prior to 2003, I was receiving beautiful spiritual messages. And I would just listen to them. And then finally I realized, oh, goodness, these messages are so great. It's not just for me. It's for the entire world. I should start writing these down. And uh, it happened a while. Well, my first message came through when I was... um, having a tough day at IBM, I was selling systems to the ski resorts, which was great. It was fun, but sometimes it was pretty taxing. And, um, so driving home, I decided to stop by this little chapel and just go in and, and feel better. But of course I had to complain first. So I went up to the front of the church and I saw a statue of the Blessed Mother, and she looked so beautiful on this cloud. And I looked up at her, and I was in my pity pot from the tough day I had. And I looked at her, and I said, You are so lucky. You never had to sell computers. You had an easy life. That's what I said. And then I heard her voice. This was the first time I heard the Blessed Mother's voice. And she said... You think I had it easy? And she was definitely a Jewish mother. Okay. And she said, I was pregnant before I was married, and then I had to watch them kill my son on the cross. Well, at that point, I was humiliated. I felt so badly. I just thought, oh, God, what did I do? And then I heard her talking a little more to me, just calming me down. And then as I walked out of that little chapel to get into my car, I was thinking, what just happened in there? Did that really happen? Did I really hear Mary's voice? And when I opened the door to my car, it was filled with the fragrance of roses. And that was a verification that yes, I did hear her voice. And I am getting these messages. So that's how it started.
0: You had never written anything before? You didn't write in school?
1: Well, assignments. Like essays or whatever. I did well, but I never thought about being a writer.
0: How interesting. That's fascinating. Let's, yeah, it's let's talk not about the usual
1: course. <laughs> no, it's
0: not. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the contents of the book. Let's do an okay. overview of the book, and then let's focus on some of the points that you think are, are really important for, for our listeners to know about. So OK. Let's start out and do a, a kind of a general, broad overview for them
1: okay um what i can do is read to you suzanne from my preface because that's pretty much the overview perfect okay perfect thank you okay this book was meant to give hope to a world of despairing people due to government corruption sexual abuse and human trafficking i asked god What do we make of all this? He told me, it all needed to rise to the surface so that we would become aware of what is actually happening in our world today, that we would no longer tolerate such behavior, and it is paving the way for peace on earth. Many of these messages give us comfort while going through um, contentious situations. Hopefully these messages will be of great help to you. Also note that Dear Child begins each message because we are children of God. And then I just said, enjoy the book.
0: I think that's perfect. I think that's exactly what our listeners wanted to hear. Who's your target mm-hmm. audience, Denise? Who are you really aiming this for? When you started to write the messages Uh down in 2003, did you have anybody in mind? Suzanne, I had the
1: world in mind.
0: I did, the entire world population.
1: Even though each message states, dear child, and little children can understand it, but we're all children of God, and sometimes it needs to be made so simple that, okay, we've got to follow this. We've got to act upon it. We've got to believe and have hope.
0: One of the titles of your chapter, well, actually, it's chapter one. The title is Hope for a Despairing World. What hope do you give in that first chapter?
1: Oh, my gosh. Suzanne, in the Bible, God states that good will conquer evil. And that's exactly what we're seeing today. Our entire planet is in flux. We are witnessing a spiritual battle of good versus evil. The hope and the knowing is that good is conquering evil. There's so much being done behind the scenes that we do not hear about on mainstream media, but we just have to know that better days are coming. And, and continue to have hope. We're just in the thick of it right now. But peace on earth will be established. And we're living in one of the most exciting times in mankind's history.
0: We really are. It's it's such a dichotomy right now <laughs> of, of things that are going on. And everything seems so... Um, it's almost like the world has been put in a a jar or a bottle and just shaken up. And Mm -hmm. everything is just all over everywhere. And Chapter 2 talks about love of all mankind. And Mm -hmm. every night on the news, there are stories about people shooting other people. There are stories Ah. about... China, firing Mm -hmm. missiles, the Russians, and the war with Ukraine. And it seems like, Denise, that this could not be farther from the truth. So what's your message there about love for all mankind?
1: What you just described, Suzanne, I picture an hourglass. And we are in the skinny part of the hourglass where the stuff is really hitting the fan. But it's going to open up into peace. We have, we have to see, as God said in the preference, what he was telling me, we have to see what's actually going on in our world right now, how evil, evil it is, worse than I had ever thought. But we have to know, we have to know that that evil exists. And we have to know that we're not going to tolerate this anymore either. Now that our eyes are open, and many people are aware of this, And as you mentioned, the war with the Ukraine, I mean, it could, God forbid, escalate. And then NATO countries, I'm concerned about the United States, they could be helping NATO. And then if Taiwan escalates and that's a NATO country with China, then the United States is going there. And I'm thinking, no, no, the evil ones want to destroy the United States. We're not going to let that happen. God's not going to let that happen because. He blessed America, and he still continues to bless America. But just imagine, Suzanne, if more people turned to God or a higher power or source, whatever you want to call him, and they had that peace in their hearts and souls. And I think the majority of people are peaceful. They do not want wars. They want to have a nice life. They love their family and friends. They... They don't want any of this. I think there's just a few instigators at the top who've become corrupted that are making it hard for the rest of us. But good will conquer evil. I know that. And I know our prayers are heard and answered. And I know more people are standing up for our freedoms and our liberties that we once took for granted. We're not anymore. And God's going to save our country. I know it.
0: And I think that segues perfectly into your your next chapter, which is called Our Future. And I think you've just described how Mm -hmm. you see the future coming and looking.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Suzanne, I am so excited about the best truly is yet to come. We, our world is being elevated to a new spiritual level. I I get this every day in my podcast. I just have a two-minute podcast every day just to give people hope. But our whole world is evolving. It is evolving. It's getting better. And ours is the generation, I am assured, that will witness Christ's second coming and peace on earth. It's that close. Denise, if
0: you were going to summarize the book with three main points for Mm -hmm. our listeners. What three main points would you like for them to hear?
1: I would say place all of your hope, faith, and trust in God and watch his miracles happen.
0: I think this is such a positive book, and I couldn't agree with you more. I think that your timing Mm -hmm. is absolutely just spot on because everything is in such a mess and we Mm -hmm. do need this positive words we need these positive words and I liked the fact that you talked about remain in the positive moment and and stay where you are put your head up and look around and Mm -hmm. see where you are what's going on and what's happening Mm -hmm. in your own life
1: that's right and we also need to be grateful for all that we
0: have right now
1: Suzanne oh my gosh it's it's fabulous for every sunrise sunset for nature for our friends for our family for all that god has given us
0: i'm so glad you mentioned nice. gratitude because it's so powerful there mm-hmm. are there's all kinds of research that has been done around the idea and the the practice of gratitude and how powerful that can be for us as human beings just to look up and recognize all of the positive things that we have and do exactly what you just said say Mm -hmm. thank you and Mm -hmm. recognize the good things that are going on in your life because it's so easy to get run over by the bad things i have to confess that i've stopped Mm -hmm. watching the national news. I, I can't stand... Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> can't stand all the negative input. And it so is. for me, I go mm-hmm. hump on the treadmill and I do, you know, 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes on the treadmill and then I do some other exercises from 5 mm-hmm. to 6 instead of seeing our local news here and watching the national news. I do something Good for positive you. for myself.
1: Good for you. I mean... And that's what Mary tells me. She said, it's good to know or watch enough news to be informed, but not inundated. And so you're getting your news from maybe the Internet or, you know, a newspaper online where you could just glance over. But you get to form your own opinion about it. You don't need someone's take on it. You know, you're doing the right thing. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Yeah. That's great. I'm happy to hear it. Thank really. you. Yeah, I
0: well, I've always mm-hmm. been a, a person that takes tries to take care of myself and I just mm-hmm. realized that after these things were over, I felt so much worse and I thought do. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Stop. Do right. something else. Smart. And so I made that choice.
1: Good for you. Good for you. And hopefully other people will hear what you just said, and they'll do the same thing. I know all of their ratings are going down. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. but Yeah, you know, me too. But really.
0: give me some uh-huh. good news in there. I need some puppies and some kitties. Come on, give That's me some it. good news. We do. Because when we look around at the, our own friends and line of family, whatever, they're
1: happy. Things are good. Come on. You're just, it's just sensationalism. A lot of it is,
0: you know. Well, let's. I know we have gotten the attention of our listeners. Let's let them okay. know where to find the book. And it is on Amazon. Let me mm-hmm. tell you how to find it on Amazon. If you've never done this before, I remember the first time that I went to Amazon to get a book, I thought, how do you do this because their website is a little overwhelming so you just put www.amazon.com in your browser and click on it and you will immediately be taken to the Amazon homepage. and when you look at it it can be overwhelming because there's so much stuff what mm-hmm. you're looking for is just the blank box it's a sort of a light gray and it's a long rectangle Here's what you type into that box. Here's the title of Denise's book. Love Conquers All: colon, Spiritual Messages of Hope for Our Despairing World. And let me spell Denise's name for you. It's by Denise. D E N I S E. Backroad. B A C H R o d t click on it and the book will come up you'll see the cover and in the upper right hand corner you'll see the words look inside i didn't know what to do with that the first time i saw it i thought what does that mean (laughs) if you just put your cursor on those two words and give a little click the book magically opens i mean I'm I'm almost doing air quotes with that because I thought, <laughs> really, look. It just magically mm-hmm. opens, and you get to read an excerpt from the book so that you get a feel for the book. You get a preview of the book, and the the excerpt that's there is very, very good. You can also buy it on that same page. Now, Denise, I know that Amazon is the major bookseller in all markets right now. And Mm -hmm. so I know that sometimes people like to give the smaller guy, if you'll pardon Mm -hmm. the expression, the business. And so they're Mm -hmm. looking for another place that they can find the book. And I know your book is available a couple of other places. Let's tell our listeners Mm -hmm. where else else they can find it.
1: Okay. On my website, which is loveconquersallllc.com, then you can do space Denise and you'll find it quickly, or barnesandnoble.com, or balboapress.com, B-A-L-B-O-A, press.com.
0: You mentioned your website. Mm-hmm. I've been, and I've looked at it. It's lovely. Let's tell our listeners about the website, and let's tell them what else they'll find there. You also have a blog. Yes. I have
1: actually on my website, there's a little video um, that they've done to describe the book, Bubo Press. And then there's a little part you can click on and see um, a TCT um, TV show I had done in December. Um, it was just for maybe 20 minutes describing my book. And um, that pretty much sums it up. You can just browse through it.
0: They can also get to the podcast on your website, right?
1: Thank you for reminding me, Suzanne. Yeah. Certainly.
0: My daily podcast is Love
1: Conquers All, LLC. Dot podbean, P O D B E A N.com. It's just two minutes, but it gives you hope every day.
0: Do you do sayings? Do you do um, just quotes? What do you do on your podcast? On my podcast, what
1: I do is I meditate first, and then I sit down and start the Dear Child message. And Mary talks to me, and I just write the message for the day. And then I read it off in this
0: podcast. It's only two minutes. It's really consistent with what you're doing in the book.
1: Yes. But, you know,
0: our Lord and
1: Mary are up to date, up to the minute with our national current events. So the messages proceed with what's going on in our world each day. So they're very good. <laughs> because it's not me thinking, it's God thinking.
0: That makes a difference. I hear you. Right.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, we're getting toward the end of our time together, Denise. Mm-hmm. and. When our listeners get a copy of Love Conquers All and become readers, you Mm -hmm. said it earlier, this is not the kind of book that you sit down and read cover to cover. This is the kind of book that you sit down and read part of, and you close it and you think about it. And then Mm -hmm. maybe you've left it on your nightstand, so you pick it up, as you said, and you just let the book open itself, and you read the next part. So Mm -hmm. you'll go through the book slowly but you'll go through the book. And there will come a time when our listeners will become readers and they'll read that very last page of Love Conquers All and they'll close the back cover. What do you really want from a bottom-line standpoint? What do you want that reader, after they've taken the book and read through it completely, to take away?
1: I want them to know in their hearts and souls, that ours is the generation that shall experience it all. Peace on earth and Christ's second coming.
0: This has just been interesting, fun, delightful. Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed our conversation so much. I'd like to thank you for being my guest on Books on Air. It's just been a pleasure.
1: Oh, my pleasure, too. Thank you, Suzanne. I hope to meet you in person one day. Me, too. That would be fun.
0: (laughs) Remember, you can find Love Conquers All, Spiritual Messages of Hope for Our Despairing World by Denise, D-E-N-I-S-E, Backroads, B-A-C-H-R-O-D-T, on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast, brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Suzanne Harris. I hope you'll join me for our next Books on Air podcast, because remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we'll be talking about. Thank you so much for listening.